Ward, just how in the heck are you? I'm outstanding. How about yourself? Uh, I'm outstanding in a field. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. That just uh, – I just got – I tell you, I just got off an hour podcast uh, with mm-hmm. a guy, uh, about six other people in New England, and they got me fired up about um, such things as pitch clocks and uh, <laughs> is baseball, is baseball going to survive – are you kidding me? Um, so, so I'm 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 all ready to go, Ward. <laughs> well, let's fire you up then. How about a pitch clock, Mike? Do you think that's a good thing for Major League Baseball? Yes, sir. And I think it's going to happen, and I think it's going to happen within the next two years. And it's been uber successful in AAA. Uh, that along, you know, we're doing the uh, robotic umpire. How's that working? It's an eight camera. Um, it, it's it's an eight camera setup in each ballpark. Uh, it still needs some tweaks, mm-hmm. but between the pitch clock and the way that the way that works, so uh, a lot of people probably don't know. If if you're a pitcher and you don't get your pitch off by 19 seconds when they start that clock and you get on the rubber, you get charged with a ball. If you're a hitter and you don't ask for timeout and you back out, you're charged to strike. Oh. Well, guess what? People are staying in the damn box like they should. <laughs> and on the rubber like they should. Then you guys through the years have heard me scream about floating strike zones. Mm-hmm. The easy, for years, AAA umpires were able to keep it static which meant nobody has to guess whether it's a strike or a ball. Once it floats, moves back and forth or up and down, it drives hitters and pitchers crazy because they don't know where they can pitch and get a strike. So that slows the game down because you got managers, coaches, hitters, screaming at umpires, managers, coaches, hitters, pitchers, screaming at umpires, and all it does is slow down the game. Case in point to the whole thing. Right. We play. We were playing out in Vegas. This was two weeks ago. Uh, finishing a three-game series Sunday night. We can't get out in time, so I'm. Uh, I go back to the hotel, pour myself a glass of wine, kick back, and watch the Angels reel off a 29-minute inning. <laughs> I mean, you've never seen the, taking off the gloves, resetting the gloves, oh. walking around the mound. Back up on top, rosin bag. You know, here's the thing: fans want to see the game, or they don't right. want it. They don't care about how you press around the mound, or how you show off your testosterone by taking your gloves off and on and readjusting them. And plus, it ends up costing you minutes every game. So, what, right. what's happened? This time last year, we were about at three twenty-five average for a game and we played two four hour games last year nine innings mm-hmm. wow we're somewhere between two two eighteen and two thirty five average back where the game should be do? hello yes and, and look i'll sit there and call a baseball game all day all night i don't care mm-hmm. i just i just want fans to be entertained and when they're entertained Guess what? It's fun for everybody because you're playing the game the right way. 
and moving the thing along. It's just golly. It keeps everybody engaged, for one, because you never know what's going to happen. You don't want to miss it. You don't get up and run in the concession stand because there's not a nine-minute break in between innings. It, you know, it, it just – to me, it's the way the game used to be played and was supposed to be played, and we veered so far away from that. And what I hear from you on this, what's working with the – with the umpire cam and with the pitch clock is you're removing the prima donna from baseball, which should be done a long time ago. Okay. And you're also keeping your hitters and outfield engaged on their toes. Yes. I mean, you're a coach, you know how important that is. Well, sure. Uh, not only for, your, for players from both teams, but for the fans sake and coaches sake mm-hmm. and manager's sake in our, in our business. But you know what? Um, we're hearing quiet rumblings that Major League Baseball may take that pitch clock up uh, within the next two years. The robotic umpire, and I, I've named him. I've named him. Okay. He's 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 he spot the umpire <laughs> because after all, you have to hit your spots. Right? right. Okay. And and. I, I, we were in El Paso last night and back home for the all-star break, but I jumped spot about four times for being off. <laughs> and, and I think there's, and, and I mentioned that, that I think it needs some tweaks and it does because there's some kind, there's some kind of uh, way that the real tall players and the real short players, the strike zone doesn't remain the same to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what I'm seeing night in and night out. And, and, th- but they'll fix it. And and anything and there's still there's still an umpire there who has a headset. I mean, it's just a little little piece like you see joggers wearing now. Uh, they won't talk to you when you're like out walking and they're right running past. <laughs> and, and, and you know, I'm just spewing. But the bottom line is, uh, I think it'll work. And I'm an old school guy. I got great chin whiskers, and I you know, I'm 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 big time old school baseball guy. Right. But this this is worth people pursuing and paying attention to. And you're gonna like games a whole lot but come down to Round Rock and see if you don't believe me. I mean it's it's it is a vast, vast change from what we had going last year. You mentioned hitting spots. Is that the most important thing for a young pitcher that you see coming through night in and night out? Getting more comfortable and more confident, hitting their spots is that the one of the most important things in AAA when you see those guys coming through, being able to Boy, do I, that rather than not I being able to do it. So. I sure think so, and and a lot of times <clears throat> guys want to come out there, even at our level, even one step from the big leagues, they want to show you how th- hard they can throw it. Well, that's fine if you can hit your spot. If you can't hit your spot. There's a difference. There's a difference between, uh, and we've had we've got four or five kids in this league now that are 100 to 101, and you know, wow, any Brahmin bull in the in the in a pen, or in, out in the pasture outside of Waco, if the, that pitcher's out there, he will not get hit in his butt. There's <laughs> no way. I don't care how close he is. But the bottom line to that is. It, the the question you ask is so spot on because yes 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 you got to be able to hit the spots. We were talking about this on that on that podcast I was telling you about, mm-hmm. and this guy asked me this question said, 
Uh, how in the world did you get four-man rotations like the Orioles had for so many years? You know, you had uh, Jim Palmer and Mike Wayar and a couple other guys, and they hit their spots. And none of them threw over 90 miles an hour. Well, that's the whole key to pitching is being right. able to change speed, move it around. You don't have to blow people's doors off. No. And it's silly. It's silly to try to do it because I, I don't know. I have no proof. I'm not a doctor. But there's so many more shoulder injuries now. Mm-hmm. And Tommy John is like Tommy John is like a kid going in and, and uh, pulling a piece of candy out. No, let's, let's get a second Tommy John. And some of them have them. Right. Um. There's just better ways to do this stuff and dial it down, learn to pitch. And if you need to reach back and get 98, you got it. If, if, if that's the way your, your, your DNA was programmed for you by your parents. And the other thing we used to see too, Mike is pitchers, you know, like what you're talking about, were able to go deeper into the game because of the fact they weren't sitting there trying to rock and fire the entire game. They were trying to be deceptive and hit the spots and keep the batter confused as much as possible and not having to throw as hard kept them able to go seven, eight innings in a ball game, sometimes nine. There's only one Nolan Ryan for a reason, and that was he had to, he had this big, strong body that he kept in tremendous shape all the way through his age 45. Most people are not constructed that way, do not work as hard as Nolan did to stay in shape, and cannot withstand the rigors of throwing that baseball as hard as guys throw it now. Their legs don't hold up. Their backs don't hold up. Well, Nolan had Nolan defied the old scouts who used to say, uh, and the guy who signed him, Red Murph, was one of those, uh, pitchers shouldn't be lifting weights. I say, <laughs> Horse hockey. You do it the right way with uh, plenty of stretching exercises and making sure your cardio is there. You're going to be bigger and stronger. You cannot help it unless you have zero testosterone running through your body. Right. Now, Ed, pitchers do tear themselves up trying to do that. And, and think about the force it takes that you have to generate from your feet to your, to your quads, to your hips to your back, and to that shoulder and elbow, the force it takes to get that thing up to over 90 miles an hour. And you take it up to 100 miles an hour, what do you think is going to give? Your body. One, one of that, that one link in that chain is going to blow up. It mm-hmm. cannot help. This depends on, um, it's not if, it's when. Right. That's it. Mike Capps, the voice of Round Rock Express, with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's in from Matt Mosley here on this Monday. And, and Mike, it's All-Star Week. We pointed that out early. Mike Capps' favorite part of All-Star Week or weekend or everything involved with the All-Star game. Now, right? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm sort of just and, and and that's you know we we got on a, we had a two forty five a.m. wake up call to fly home this morning. Uh, so I'm gonna and what do you think I did? I came in here and I didn't I didn't go work out. I jumped in the shower and took a nap. But that and that and Good for we you. all need these 
we all need these four day breaks and, 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 and that's kind of cool. Um, I tell you, I'm more into, uh, and I, I love the all-star game. Don't misunderstand, but I'm more into, I'm, I'm more into what's going to happen to our kids. Uh, you know, how, how they come out of the all-star break, or, or, are they going to be able to burst and, and try to catch the two teams that are ahead of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The, all-star game is for the fans. And while I'm a fan, I know what these guys can do. And, and, and so I'm good with it. But, um, and, and I'm, and I'm right now in the midst of promoting a book that's coming out during the all-star game called grinders. Yes, Baseball's intrepid and it's, it's, it's stories of guys who were told no, never. And then ended up playing 20 years guys who played 20 years or pitched 20 years and wanted to finish their careers the right way. It's stories of guys from the Jim Crow South who were threatened with their lives. If they got off a bus and went into a restaurant in Jim Crow South, it's stories of wartime grinders. Uh, Hank Bauer, who was a, a tough nut Marine uh, leading onslaughts on the Guadalcanal and a bunch of other Pacific Islands in World War II. And Bobby Jones, who managed here, who called artillery fire in Vietnam for two years. The, this game transcends so much. Everybody tends to focus on the superstars, but if you stop and think about it, um, you know, you know it, it, you, three superstars on the team top, everybody else is trying to grind and make it work. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's such a correlation between what we're talking about baseball-wise and what people go through in their own lives that it that I just think that if people can, and we need to do this in the U.S. right now, we're so worried individually, so many people are about what's going to happen to me and woe is me and this and that. And the other. If you just understand Life, there's things all through life, and it's a grind. Look, if you're a if you're a single parent with two kids and you're working two jobs, you're a grinder. If you're a small business owner for any one of a number of reasons, you're a grinder. If you work for a corporation and you're not at the top level, and they ask you to work a month of sixty hour weeks instead of forty hour weeks, you're going to do it to better yourself and the corporation. You're a grinder. It just translates. Baseball translates to life so many different times, but this book, I'm I'm so proud of it, and I'm so blessed to have written it. And it's it, it, there are just so many stories about guys who just simply were were told no and said forget about it. Mm-hmm. And I can say name them all, but but I just think it's a worthwhile read, and, and I researched it for for two years before I ever decided to write it. It's an outstanding book, absolutely outstanding. It, Got mine on Amazon. You can too. Where else can they get it, though, Mike? You got it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Lord, when we get off, I, let me give you my address and send it down here, and let me sign it for you. Oh, that'd be awesome. How about if I come to an express game and you sign it for me? How about how about you come to an express game and you put a third headset on and sit and talk to us? <laughs> okay, I'm in. How about that? You know what? You know what you'll do. We know what you're going to find out. That there there are ways in life, and you don't have to tell anybody. Okay. There are ways in life to steal money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
there's none know. better. None better. <laughs> Grinders, you can get it on Amazon. And, and Mike, where else can they get it other than Amazon? Well, uh, give us a little time. We did a book signing for the Red Murph book there in Waco, and I really want to do it again in Waco because I have so many friends there. And mm-hmm. just, I was raised over in Fairfield, and we always came to Waco to raise hell or whatever it was we were doing, which we didn't know what we were doing. But um, it, 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 that's a logical place because there's, there's so many friends, and we're going to do one at the ballpark on June the 28th, uh, June, July the 28th. Oh, great. Uh, and we, it, it, the, the details of that are not worked out, but, but it's just, it's just, I just feel so good about this thing because there's people just relate to baseball to start. If you relate to baseball, you're going to really relate to this because a lot of it, a lot of what these guys go through, you go through it in your own life and you have to overcome the sting of so many things happening and you've got to keep moving forward. And that's the whole purpose of writing this thing. It's a great book. It's called Grinders. Mike Caps, the one and only voice of the Round Rock Express, has put pen to paper and put it out there for you. Mike, it's always a pleasure to talk to you about baseball and, and life in general. I appreciate the time today. Anytime, anytime. There he goes. Mike Caps, Round Rock Express.